Hello. Good morning. Ah! My voice stinks. Good morning. Welcome to the morning show. Oh, I can see the live chat if I go on my amp. Correct? Correct. Exciting. Exciting times. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday. We usually don't do this on Friday, but right now, me and Maddie are just trying to find whatever time we can in the morning, get on amp, do the morning show, chat about what needs to be chatted about. We'll find a rhythm eventually. Oh, Amp's got even more stuff going on. Wait, I got to mute my phone because I'm in here now. So I love the live chat because now I can say hi to people. Like Sippin' Mead, good morning. Jill, good morning. Steven, good morning. Jill says, congrats on the baby news. Hope Katie is doing well. Thank you very much, Jill. Katie is desperate to get to the second trimester, which I think is... Basically January 1st or, or Christmas. Uh, we just entered week 11. So then we got 12. Week 12 would be the 15th. Week 13. So yeah, it's after Christmas. It's that, it's that ghost week in between Christmas and New Year's. So she's excited. Did you call your baby a ghost, or what was that? No, the week in between Christmas and New Year's is ghost week. Oh. Like, doesn't exist. It's like a limbo week in between the year. The baby's not a ghost. The baby is a girl. A girl. Nice. Yeah. I filmed, because uh, I, I filmed that finding out. Oh. In this week's vlog? In this week's vlog for my personal youtube channel that no one knows about that i posted the vlog on last week and i katie said it's okay to post i think i come off looking like i don't want a girl but i i wanted a girl so like i was so worried i hate i didn't want to know i hate knowing but i didn't want to uh i, I didn't want a boy i wanted a girl if we got a boy it would have been like well, we're having another kid, right. and if we go three for three boys, whatever. I still want a third kid, mm -hmm. but I want a girl terribly. So I'm getting one. Now. You knew James is, right? Nope. Ah. Didn't know James until he was born. Um, mm. That means you probably have girl names. <clears throat> yeah, we don't have it. We didn't have any boy names before knowing. Like, we just thought it was a girl. Last time. Last time, we yeah. Last time we had a girl name, but we're not gonna use that for oh. this girl. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was Olivia Ray, which I like. I think it's really pretty. That was kind of like no, that was that baby's name. Right. I was gonna be. Um, my mom did that. She didn't reuse any names, so Courtney was gonna be Michael. No. Well, yeah, I think I was gonna be Chelsea if I was a girl. They didn't like reuse that. So we're not reusing Olivia. Okay. Even though I like that name. That's a good name. It's very popular. Olivia and James are the number one boy and girl names. And we didn't know that. Mm -hmm. We weren't. We just like looked and we we're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. My sister was going to be Andrew so that it was both names ended in EW. <laughs> so it would be Matthew and Andrew. But then she was a girl. That's got to be a name for that. Rhymes at the end of the word. Yeah. What's it called? A schematic rhyme? A rhyme. Rhythmic rhyme? You ever hear Eminem call, talk about all the different kinds of rhymes? No. Uh, words that rhyme. Well, all words rhyme at the end, but that's like. That's why I said a rhyme. No, but it's not just a rhyme. Uh, because it's like seven syllables. Matthew, Andrew. Those definitely don't rhyme. But I see right. what you mean. Yeah, you, right? You wouldn't say those rhyme. No, they don't. Because, like, Andrew would have to rhyme with Flandrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there a rule to how many syllables have to rhyme for it to, like, count as a rhyme? I mean, in our example, it feels like two of three. People are saying in the live chat that the audio is low. I don't know if there's a way to change that. 
Do you want me to talk louder? Should I talk louder? Yeah, we're virtually maxed out. Yeah, we're ma- oh, unless you like go into the settings, but we don't want to do that. Yeah. It is the morning show, so I'm just kind of mumbling here. Put the mic right up to my mouth like this. Right, right. Audio sounds like a Tommy gun is going off. There's some clicking in the background, like a loud radiator. Okay. I muted every other track. I muted every other track besides... Now mute... Now mute my track, and you and you do the show solo. What does it sound like now, everybody? Because if this mic is good, I just hand you this mic. Test, test, test. People say the same. All right, so I'll mute mine. Mute okay, it. now we've muted Maddie, and now it's just my mic. And now... It's just, like I said, it's just my mic. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Same thing. So I don't know what it is then. Who knows? What we can do is have you call in and talk through your phone. I'll still record it on here, but I'll mute this and you just talk through that. Okay. So call in and then I'll let you in. Invite sent. Hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear me now? Does this sound way better? I'm not even going through a mic now. I'm just holding my phone up to my face. Sounds like a soft train track noise. That's cool. I don't hear that, though. Okay, something happened that they're upset about. Well, are they going to, now I'm, they probably had their volume way up, and now right, I'm, right, just, right. I'm good now. Right. <clears throat> so it's something in our system. The system to get all the... Sh- oh, I still need the mic for... You're going to post this on YouTube, right? Yeah. <clears throat> is there like... Is this good? Do I need to hold it up to my mouth? Give me that tissue box. I'll make a mic. I'll make a look at that. That's better, they say. Okay, let's start the show over again. Here we go. Everything we said is gone. Welcome to the morning show. That's uh, Cassie Velaza. One time we were doing the morning show and I couldn't remember her name and we had to just like search for it. I think I was with Taylor Jackson. You weren't here. Um, she has a new song coming out today and I was listening to it this morning while I was editing my behind the scenes vlog for this morning and then I put it in there. How about that? Nice. I have a question for you, Maddie, as, as kind of a content strategy guy. We're having a big day today, so I'm probably going to get some fun behind-the-scenes shot from our day today because we're doing we're filming a bunch of videos with the whole cast of characters today. Saturday, I'm going to the park with James. Not the park, like Winter Wonderland. Okay. Should I include Saturday in the vlog or should that be the first day of next week? Mm. because I'm already at 29 minutes here. So today's going to get it to like 35 and then I can just upload it today. It'd be like a Friday dump. Yeah. And then Saturday, if it's good, if you're going to finish it today, I would just upload it and start a new one. Cause I started this cause the warehouse week was happening and that was fun. Mm -hmm. And I was going to do like a day in the life breakdown, but I was like, there's too much going on. I won't be able to condense it just one day. Yeah. So I did the whole behind and then Winter meetings was this week, so I brought the camera and I filmed a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. And there's next week, I don't think anything's happening fun. I think it's just a standard week. So I can start it with that, Winter Wonderland. Yeah, that's literally what Jake said late last night. He was like, oh, next week is normal for the first time in a while. 
And that means we're going to have to binge baggage GeoGuessr. Can they hear you? Probably not. Maddie said next week. Well, how do we I can move over there. Yeah, move over here. Uh, Maddie said next week is next week is normal. Yeah, but you know what that means? I just looked at my calendar and I have so many meetings already. Because I've I had to say no to meetings last week we were in the warehouse and this week at winter meetings. So it's good, but it's busy. Um, I assume that they said they could hear you fine. Yeah, oh, okay. you didn't have to move. I was just being a jerk, I guess. All right, so that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll touch this up and post it. Yeah, I was editing. Some people in here said, uh, Steven said, love the vlogs on your channel. And I was editing them last week. And Maddie said, it doesn't matter. Because they're on like a dead channel. And they're really just for more for like me. But I think actually they're for some people that enjoy the behind the scenes inset. I always like vlogs that are like truly snippets of like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Not like uh, on purpose behind the scenes. You know what I mean? There are going to be some people that love the vlogs that are going out on your dead channel. Um just because of that behind the scenes aspect but at the end of the day i think it's going to mean more to you in a long time from now yeah and what it means to viewers right now so i think so it's gonna be cooler to look back on it's less abiding by youtube's rules to try to get yeah views no now. i'm not trying to get these to go viral or anything literally just trying to document life right now yep which is what i've always done like i have I have a fucking journal from eighth grade to college. That's what I would do during class. I would go to the back of my notepad and I would just write down whatever was going on in life then. So that's this. But I do think people, it's like the very people that tune in do enjoy like the kind of true. So I'm trying to just always have, always have it on me. And I just been filming conversations. Um, and then I have to decide like, should I air that or should I not? Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, you know, I was talking with Bobby and Justin and I and we filmed. And I just put like one sentence out from that. But I do think some people will enjoy him. Um, Fayal, your, hmm, I think your vlog was, Fayal and I messaged back and forth like uh, 30 minutes last weekend. And that vlog was a decent portion of the conversation. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I wish I had it running... <clears throat> like all the time at winter meetings. Cause right. I think the, the baseball nerds would be interested in like who says hi to us and, and what it's like to walk around. It was kind of annoying. I think, uh, people will be surprised. The winter meetings trip wasn't the amount of unfun conversations outweighed the amount of fun conversations. And we weren't prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And it was all, businesses trying to pitch us jake jake told me some of the stories he's not as because jake talks to everyone and he talks he, to everyone for a long time yeah and then he'll turn around and be like oh i got stuck and i'm like no nah, i think you love doing that man like i don't think you got stuck i like talking to people that listen and and like are part of our community and meeting them yep i i hate talking to salespeople. yep like so much so that I don't go on first sales calls for the company anymore. Jake told the whole company at our meeting because I hate bullshit. Like non-tangible conversations. Right. Let's just talk at a high level. If we were to partner, it's like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about what we're going to do. Yeah. But it, yeah, we got, and they would just trap you. They'd come up and I'd be like, oh, dude, love your stuff. Love your stuff. And you're like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Where are you from? And they're like, actually, boom, business card. Who can I talk to? And I'm like, oh, we're not here for that. Exactly. And the worst and the, the other part is they weren't actually doing security the first two days. So anyone could walk by and see us recording and they would see Jake and I recording and, and, and want to listen. And then um, and then as soon as we took the headphones off, walk up to the table and talk. And we had to, I, I was like, we need to turn this so our backs are to them because 
Jake and I like sit in 10 minutes of silence after every episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's a lot to just output for an hour straight. And, uh, my brother Luke had to learn that when he started working here. Cause he was just graduated college. He was all excited and he'd wait as soon as we were done, he'd run in and just start talking to us about this idea and these things. And we'd be like, look, stop. <laughs> like, let us be in silence for 10 minutes. So that was a little brutal. And then I'm just old. I go to sleep at, I'm in bed at nine every night. Nine o'clock on the West Coast is 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah. So staying up till midnight or one o'clock was a hard task. I will say, seeing all the people we like in baseball and and seeing community members was fun. So I'm complaining because it was probably 51% annoying salespeople took up my mind more than like nice people. Yeah. But yeah, so we need a card next time or, or I need, I need a line. Like I was, I didn't know that was going to happen. So I need a line that just says, Oh, not my department or like not here for this. Cause we don't, Jake and I don't know how to be dismissive without feeling terribly rude. So I just be like, Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. This guy gave us his pitch and we were just like, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. And then he gave the same exact pitch again, Maddie. Like, <laughs> Like a politician who answers the question with the same five sentences. It was it was the exact same five sentences with the exact same cadence. And, I, and we were just like, whoa, dude, you did that already. Right, right. I got to go. I was like, Jake, I'm getting water. You need water? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that, I think that's how it is. Like people memorize the yes, pitch and yeah. then they just say it. Yeah. And sales is tough. And I, we have a sales department that does like, I, I don't, I bitched about like cold emails or at one point and then our sales team was like, Hey, that's like what we do. And I was like, okay, my bad. Mm-hmm. Like I won't bitch about that. Like I understand it's easy to ignore or, or chat. Um, but it was burning some because Jake and I are bad at getting out of those. Jake's really bad at it to the point where he enjoys it. Yeah. Like I had to just, when we were trying to leave because we were tired, I had to just like literally put my head down and just beeline it through the lobby. And I, I and then I just wait in the parking lot for Jake because he would stop and chat with some people. But I'm like, I can't, I got to go. Yeah. Like we got to make this flight, head down, move. It is, a, it's a scene. Yeah. And we say that all the time. Like, but um, 7 a.m., all the managers are out. So I was walking to, the hotel, our hotel and the hotel that the winter meetings at was 13 minute walk, which is just long enough where like if there were scooter rentals, I would have rented a scooter because you're not going to Uber that or take the, you're going to walk it. It's 13 minutes, but just long enough to do that four times in a day where you're like, damn, why do my legs hurt so much? Mm-hmm. All cement. Right. We all at the end of the last day were like, why are our legs so tired? Like, I guess that walk is taking a little out of us. Um, there's no scooters in San Diego. That whole area is harbored is the Harbor and it's a no zone, no fly zone for scooters. So there's a, so you can't get any. Wow. Yeah. But I was walking one morning and Cora was walking by like going on his morning walk and he stopped and said hi to me, which was cool. I wish I was rolling. I think I just like turned it on at right after that. Cause I didn't know if he knew me or not know me. And also he got suspended for the Astro stuff. So I don't, you never know like if that, and, uh, but no, I would have just nodded to him, but he stopped and was like, Hey, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. You don't know who you're on like that. Yeah. I mean, if you face recognition level, with. if you asked me yes or no, I probably would have said no. Me too. He was nice. Um, not because of the Astros, just because of, I actually thought about that after the fact. Yeah. But that just because why mind. would I be on his radar? Yeah. That's mine too. And then. We were walking through. Then I, the, right after that, I got to the lobby and Scott Service was just standing there in his like workout attire, like he had just finished doing his walk. And then I, then I start filming because I'm like, well, there's managers. Yeah. Rocco Baldelli was just outside the window. Um, and Rose interviewed like seven of them, right? Something. Yeah, that was Tuesday. So Rose interviewed Hyde, um, Francona, Bob Melvin. Ross from the Cubs. Tori Lovello from the Diamondbacks, who's awesome. Um, 
and the why why am I blanking on his name? The Brewers manager, Council. And DePoto. For the 40 peop- 41 people here, the plan is the three NL managers, the three AL managers, and then Tori Lovello by himself. Because Jake sat episodes. in with yeah. Jake sat in with Tori. Yeah. I mean Tori Lovello is awesome. They and his wife is they they really like us. We really like them, but they wanted to host us for spring training. And like I guess they throw big parties. They do all these lawn games and right up my alley. And they wanted to host us last spring training, but when we flew out there, it was still the lockout. And they were like, ah, we're not allowed to talk to play. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a weird time to be having a party with you guys with a lockout. Lockout ended, and then but then there was no time, and we had so many people. They felt ter- like we kind of were like, yeah, that's a weird. Like, yes, we we were like in a weird spot with it too. And like, no one felt bad. They felt terrible. They were like, yeah, we're sorry that didn't happen. Felt bad. They were like, it's good. Mm-hmm. They came to the office. They're like, we gotta. You got to get it. So they came and found us, his wife, him, and said, hey, get your calendar out. Like, when are you coming <laughs> to spring training? We're hosting you. We're having a party. Like, it's happening this time. Um, We're going to – I said, we're going, but it's going to be, like, smaller crews. Like, Talking Baseball might go on their own little journey. And then Shea Station, if they want to go to Port St. Lucie, like, that's how we're, – we're not going to do the big mansion next year. Port St. Lucie. Is that where the Mets play? In Florida? I have no idea. I think so. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, Lavello and the Diamondbacks, all the Diamondbacks are really awesome. It's thanks to Taylor, who now works with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because her boss is now like the head of the Hall of Fame. Yep. He came up to us and said hi. I've never been to the Hall of Fame, so. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. And then all the reporters are nice, man. A lot of them are, especially because I think, we're half in the world, you know, like we do all our own stuff too. And we're not, we're not trying to become like baseball writers of America and, and just baseball like journalists, but it obviously we cover baseball and we have the number one baseball podcast. So I guess my, my like self-defense mechanism is always to think that some of these people think of us as a pain or just like, uh, some these jackasses and right, but they're all, like, I mean, they're all nice. Like, passing is nice. Rosenthal's really nice. All the S beat, you know, yep. who's like, are you? Do you follow the S beat at all? Do you know Hoke. the ins and outs? Just Hoke. Actually follow? Yes. Yeah. Or like, do you know their names at all? No. Do you know Boland? Eric Boland at all? Yeah. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He comes off so prickly on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he is a big advocate of us. Like he's so, and I hope if he hears this, I, it's obviously a compliment. He's so like, uh, not prickly, but um, not bubbly and like friendly that he loves us. He like wants us to disrupt. Mm-hmm. That's because that's how like, he's like, so like been in this industry for so long. And he's like, he's like, he said like, you guys are more objective than the people that are supposed to be objective and your fans. Like, he, I've only chatted with him two or three times, but both times I was surprised by how much he's uh, a fan of us. Oh, want to hear a good Boone story? Yeah. So Booney, I didn't go out of my way to say hi to Boone because I was tougher on the Yankees this year than last mm. year, and I just don't want to have to whatever. And I, they don't really care. They're used to it. Everyone's tough. Like every All the writers, K, yeah. tougher than I was, but yeah. everyone was tough. So we said hi to Cashman, and, and he was very he was like, oh, good to see you here. He's always been a fan. He's like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Booney, we're just listening to him talk and then just giving like a nod afterwards, and he called me over. And he goes, he goes, you know, my wife's a, a fan of you guys, and uh, she showed me this tweet where you were saying uh, – that uh, who do you play in the playoffs? Tough righties. And I, I think it's a bad take. I disagree. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you said against Manoa uh, uh, to play the righties because that's who they're going to face in the playoffs. He's, but Manoa is he's another beast. He's a unicorn of a righty. He's not a regular tough righty. And I could not remember what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was like, 
man, I, you know, you get fired during the season. I got all the takes. Like, what? It was about righty-lefty splits? He's like, yeah. He's like, but I think we won some games with those <laughs> lefty lineups. And I I think he genuinely wanted to have the conversation or or, or at least just – it wasn't um, rude or, or um, he wasn't mad. or yeah. It was literally just he wanted – like, that was like a baseball conversation that, like – it was almost like he was like – I disagree, but I want to hear your mm -hmm. rebuttal. Like I want to have this baseball convo, mm -hmm. but I wasn't, I couldn't remember it. Yeah. But I do think he, it's funny. Cause he said his wife liked it. Like it, it got under his skin maybe cause his wife was like, look, Aaron, I agree with them and showed him the tweet. Mm -hmm. I remember it now cause Kyle posted it. And it was one of the times where I was like, damn, like Kyle, you, usually we don't post when I'm like mean on mm -hmm. Twitter or fired up. And I remember it because it was against like Manoa and they, they sat all their righties and played all their bench lefties. Yep. And I was like, this isn't what you're going to do in the playoffs. Right. So why are you doing it now? Like, let them get their tests. But I thought it was funny that that's, that's – Yeah, that's an insane story. Like that – Josie Ellen. Uh, that is like, A, the testament of like – you tweeted that and like never thought about it again. Yeah. And that's like what he associates you with, at least at the moment. Like, yeah. He was ready to speak. Who knows? Right he could have just like wanted to have something to say to me. And yeah. that was the one thing he remembered from the season. But uh, yeah, I was not prepared to like engage with it. And I wish I was. I wish I remembered it. It's like, fuck, you say a lot during the season. I don't know what, I don't know what we're talking about right here. Mm -hmm. um, that was good. And, uh, yeah, like Hyde and Rossi and Francona, all the managers, um, you know, don't recognize the face, but they they hear it, the name, and Rose will be like, "This is John Boy," and it's funny. Like Francona is what sixty five or, and he's like, "Oh, giving you a lot to work with." I and haven't like, gotten to like work with Rose one on one a ton, but I went to the Rose Joe's spring training, and we met Francona there, and that was a lot of fun. He's just like a good conversation. Rose is amazing at his job. Yes. There's so much for us to learn from him because, like, it's not like he's, you know, Bryant Gumble or, like, incredible, like, polished, but he is so polished that he, he scruffs up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Rose is, like, so polished, and then he's, he's, he scuffs up the polish a little bit to be down to like our like silly level. Yeah. But it, he's so good. It, because he knows he, he's just really good at not wasting their time and asking tough ish questions in a very friendly way. And he did like seven managers in one day. And I don't know if he's riffing. I think he, he definitely plans and preps a lot. And then he might, he, and then he totally like it's like jazz like goes with it or not with it during the interview, and because um, I was just kind of sitting, I was like sitting on the ground editing in the wall and like hear snippets, but I was so impressed with how, you know, the PR person walks the manager up. BBD was great as well. BBD was ready to go, Rose ready to go, and they just went into questions right. And he didn't waste their time, and, and it wasn't. I think Jake and I feel so much like we have to like butter them up and have the little like, Hey, you know, we're not going to have any, we're not going to do this. We're doing, Hey, we're just going to have some fun blah, blah, and like, all that stuff. And it's like all the preamble. It's like ah, Rose, they know he's also established. So they know who he mm -hmm. is, which makes it easier, but super impressive to watch him work and, and how easy he makes it for like his guest is, is it's impressive. Yeah. That's interesting to hear. Cause not that we do a ton of them, but farm to fame, we do the same like at the beginning I like every interview I've before we've started said like we're like here for you if there's anything you like don't want like if you say something you're like oh shouldn't have said that I'll cut it out like it's yeah I think and, that's really nice to but, say sometimes we get the better stuff before the interview starts because we'll just like hey how are you thanks for joining mm -hmm. like what are you up to and like, like we sh that should just be part of the air, and then we can edit out if if we're not. But no, but, but watching Rose work is impressive. I mean, that was the first winter meetings in 2018. We sat next to Kay, and watching him work gave me a whole new appreciation for what Michael Kay does. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is 
his days were, and he hasn't been to winter meetings since because maybe it was too much, but his days were nuts Mm -hmm. when we watched him. I I think I was talking about that way back when that happened. Just like five hours of radio, then Yes Network, and then um, this hit on ESPN, and then Hot Stove at night, and then hit on Yes, and 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 then he sat down with us to get interviewed, and I was like, whoa, it's crazy. He wants to come to the office. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah, he asked. He'd be a contender on the height wall. Yes, K's tall. Yeah, he's not like six six though. No, but six three. That's what I would just guess. Yeah. Do you ex- did you see my tweet about uh, Boone's press conference and yeah. the Royals manager's press conference? Vinny Pasquatino. <laughs> yeah. When uh, if you if anyone didn't see it, it was I don't know. It was like two like a hundred people asking Booney questions with like all these professional camera equipment, and then the other side. And obviously, the judge news is there, so it's not just normal New York media versus uh, Midwest media. But the, it was the, the judge news was, and it, like Heyman had just done his thing like a half hour before. Uh, but when Booney got up to leave, I you know nodded and said goodbye, and I and then I said, uh, "You jealous of his crowd?" And he looked at that crowd, which was like five reporters, yeah. and he was he just he let out a pretty good laugh. He was like, Pff. "Yeah, not like insulting." He was just no, like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Like, right, what? Right. Um, that was fun. And then you know who's Jack Curry is awesome. We hung out with Jack Curry a lot. Talked to him a lot. He was rapping for us. Rapping. Raps, yeah, like oh, like an MC, like uh, Grandmaster Flash style raps. He was actually. I thought you were saying like rapping, as in like he was singing our praises. He no, meant actually rapping, Ra- like rap lyrics. Oh. Yeah, like he laid down a like a freestyle on like the topics of the day, oh and then God. he came up with like he had like something that he wrote back when he was younger. I I'm have. Assuming it. that's I'm, like never. He's never. Nobody's seen that. He is proud of his rapping. He's pretty good. Yeah. Better than that Grandmaster Flash like style. He, um, he he said when they did Buzz in the Bronx and they were filming all the haircuts, he put together like an eight minute rap that perfectly tied everything together. Huh. But Yes Network never aired it, and then he was getting it out to show us. I have some of his rap filmed. Do you want to see? Sure. I I I have like the just because I don't know if he knew I was filming, so I have the very tail end. In uh, in the vlog I'm putting out, but let's see. Can you hear that? Mm-hmm. It's a funny scene because Jake and uh, Brittany, our friend Brittany, are like kind of bobbing like to the flow next to him. Yeah. So Curry's awesome. Everyone's friendly. And we met, you know, you know, it's funny because it was in San Diego in 2019. The last, the winter means before the pandemic. And it really felt like bookend of normalcy in baseball. Because we had the pandemic, then the shortened COVID season, and then the lockout. And so there was been no, and like now the CBA signed and we're just like back to kind of like, is it other places? Yeah. It's Nashville next year. It was Vegas in 2018. So we were at the same table in the same yeah. corner we were at in 2019. Yes. Was in the same spot. The bar was the same. And a lot of people we hadn't seen since 2019 winter meetings. And it was like, damn, this is like bookending crazy the whole world, but also baseball season. Like that's pretty cool in normal behavior. Uh, I've only seen winter meetings through your eyes. So I don't, I didn't know it was other places for like teams. It, 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 they're in meetings, you know, like the scouting departments there and they're going to all these different meetings with all these different, um, for anyone that really wants to know what like the teams do, it's not just, they make trades and they're, they sign free agents. Like, so the Yankees analytics and scouting department, they sat in all these meetings with companies like True Media or Zealous that sell stats and data packages 
and how to you know better use it and this is what we can offer you and then all the equipment managers come and they go through a meeting of all like these are the bats that are coming to the market this year this is the new stuff for equipment managers like all they they get showed all the new products in baseball the minor league teams come and they get all like there's a whole um fair of shit that they sell like you know just like bobbleheads or props or mm-hmm. inflatables that's usually we go to that we didn't go this year they did minor league awards too yeah like and then and, and then all the press conferences so we were right by the grand like call where all the manager press conferences so that's a, like right there we saw a lot of managers and the world baseball classic press conferences were there nelson cruz is managing dr so he was just like behind us in one shot so they for the teams, it is a lot of like meetings, like you mm-hmm. like, and that's why they go to the bar at night because they're fucking exhausted. Mm. We we sat with the Blue Jays for their meeting with that pitch machine that Jake and I stood in on. That thing's crazy. So I'll say this here because it's a quieter zone, and I don't want I couldn't get the company in trouble. The pitches I posted it on. I think all our social media is posted, and Kyle put it everywhere. Those are Garrett Cole's pitches. So that fastball Jake sees is an exact replica of the average mm. 2022 Garrett Cole forcing fastball. The same pitch release height, uh, same pitch, same average spin rate, same average um, velo break and horizontal break and everything. And then same with the one that I'm standing in the box and just showing the camera. That's Garrett Cole's curveball. So his average metrics, like his average amount of break, his average release point, that's the same thing. And and usually, it'll be Garrett Cole. Like a like it was a stock image of a because of IP reasons. It was, like we couldn't film when it was the actual players for our IP. But those were Garrett Cole's pitches. So that machine is n- nasty. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, Jake's not wearing a helmet. They told us we've shot three thousand balls this week and or no 30,000 and they've never hit one like it's pinpoint Mm -hmm. they they choose what pitch from whose arsenal and where they want to place it and then it throws it there they're trying to get it in in like the Mets have it in their stadium there's all these rules they can't use it during games so you can only use the prep but they said that if we wanted to go up to Toronto and film with that or if they could like work it out with the Mets or the Yankees, if they have them to go film at the machine there, I want to put the catcher's equipment on and just catch. Mm-hmm. That would be good. I squatted behind the, the net. They were shooting it into the net. I couldn't film because they had it up. It was Otani. So his splitter and curve. Uh, we, I just squatted behind and like acted like I was catching. I want to do that so bad hitting. I, whatever. I'd like lay down some bunts. It would be scary. I wouldn't hit. But I'd, I would love to go be like, all right, give me Aroldis Chapman's fastball and then put on all the gear and catch it. I want to do that really bad. That would be a great video. Yeah. They said it's good for catching practice. Like, catchers use it too. Because, like, all right, you're on the bench. But you might hit, and then you're going to have to go catch Cole. Like, just get some reps in on this machine. Yep. And a lot of, a lot of hitters don't swing. They just track the pitches. Right. But, oh, I, who did I face? I faced, I said I wanted like a yacker of a curve, like a Zito, like a looper. They they threw me Dylan Cease's curve. Yeah. It was cool. Nice. It's wild. It was scary. But when we when we went up there originally, we were, um, they were doing a presentation to a team. Oh, so Jake and I were like, whatever. And then the MLB people that like us, were like, no, no, just come on. Come look at it. And so it was, we were looking in and then I was really into it. So I kind of like scooted my way to like a good view. Mm -hmm. So it was me and John Schneider, the manager of the blue. They just like shoulder to shoulder talking about it. Um, I don't know if he knew who I was, wouldn't say anything. And I was, you know, I said like, they should make the umps take some reps before games. And he was like, yeah. Uh And then they were like, yeah, we're trying to get like, get it. Um, But yeah, winter means is cool. Nice. I think that's probably everything. Waking up in the morning to judge being signed was fun. 
we didn't go out that night. So if we went out that night to the bar and stayed out, we would not have been up at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So maybe we had spidey senses or maybe we were dog tired. Did you, did you hear about Kyle's sentimental text to me? No. Will he mind if you shared it? No. Uh, I woke him up. It can't. Tom, it can't. Tom Ace asked if it can throw a knuckleball. It can't. I said, do you have any knuckleballs? He said, there's no one in the big leagues with knuckleballs, so they can't. Ah. So they don't even have it. But I don't think they'd be able to because it's all about these, like, straps they have that that uh, simulate the fingers. Um, when Rosenthal tweeted about Judge, I was waiting for the Talking Yanks tweet to come. And it was like a minute, and it hadn't happened. So I was like, Kyle's probably sleeping. So, like, I called him while pulling up the uh, passwords. So then, because I was just going to do it if he was asleep. And then he answered. He was like, what? Like, why are you calling? <laughs> I was like, uh, judge. That's all I said. And I knew he would either be like, I'm on it, or like, what are you talking about? And I said, judge, Yankees, Rosenthal. And he said, shit, thanks, and hung up. And then. Was he sleeping? Yeah. And he's probably it, so grateful because he's struggling right now with he's the only one covering yeah. breaking news. And then an hour later, he said, it's actually cool that we got to have that moment together. Like, we will never forget that phone call. That's awesome. But, I mean, if you got the passwords and tweeted it for him, he probably would have, like, cried in your arms. Yeah. Because right now he's having trouble with, like, he's trying to get more people to help him, like, yeah. break news. So the fact that you were there for him is probably huge. That's awesome. Well, like... I was logged in. Like, 20, last baseball season, I was, like, one of the four people doing Talking Yanks. So, like, I was logged in, but then they changed the passwords. And it, I haven't been logged into like, the any of the real accounts for a while. Um, so I was ready to, like, do it. But then I couldn't. And then I pulled up the thing. And then he picked up. So I was like, okay, forget it. Kyle's nuts. Kyle's very similar to me. Like, mm-hmm. Courtney realized that when we went to meetings and heard how he talked about the company and like the grind and trying to get people to work. She goes, Oh, he's <laughs> just like you, Jimmy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That's why I have a lot of like, uh, I'll defend Kyle forever. Cause I know exactly where his mind is from. Like right. I know where he's coming from and why he's struggling. And then like when I am a, a I'm a year and a half ahead of him at how, ha- at handling the challenges that are coming with the job of like burnout and you get help, but they don't run the same speed as you. So you're passing the baton to someone who's running just a a half pace. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but that's just because we run that too, too fast. Yep. But it would behoove us to slow down. It's like all of that and dealing with like, um, negative responses on the internet and all that because I pat he had the, he had passed it to him, so yeah, me and Kyle have good chats because it's ba- it's literally like Kyle last year and it'll be like that forever. I'll be like or maybe we'll level out, but this year he he thought he was going to hire a team and it was going to like increase productivity, but instead he spent the whole year training that team same, and same with and me. doing the same and do doing it while training them and that's the same problem I had. I got better halfway through this year, but like a year before. So, um, yeah, we're very, Kyle and I are similar in that way. And he is like the most passionate person about the job. He's like, uh, he said something like, yeah, we hired people, but like, I forget that like it's a job to them. And for me, it's kind of, I just get to work at this company that I love. Mm-hmm. He's like, and uh, like, I don't know, this isn't, and it's never viewed as work. So there's the, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You have all the same problems I have I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like how to, how to get a personal life, which it seems like he's getting now mandated days off and shit like that. But good for him. It's like they're filming gaming stuff next door. Yeah. That's Do you good. have the ability to tap in. Not here. Eventually we have that. I think. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, um because we run out of gaming videos on Monday, so we just need to... Can you start releasing Me and Joe's? No. When do you want to start releasing that? I, 
I'm going based off of you, what you said, but you said you want 12 episodes edited, right? We have nine. Filmed. Oh, yeah. Well, they can get edited. So me and Joe's are filming a video game series. We have nine episodes filmed. Obviously, I think it's going to be good because I'm in it, but I, mm-hmm. I think it's funny. It's classic. We built a team and we're in playing franchise mode. People are going to get really invested into the players because we have like they have full thought out personalities at this point. When Zach and I did our watch party, we were like into the like, come on this player and come on this. Sharing the players' names. Yeah. That's what we I For watched sure. it yesterday, and uh, I think Prizeman and someone else were in there, and they're like, they started like by the end they were calling the players their names, yeah, which is yeah. hilarious. We have a team where the uh, I'll let you see it. It's NHL hits two thousand three. Joe's had never played. We're not amazing. Well, getting better. Well, if that if that really alleviates pain from that channel, you can start. I think we're going to release two at once and then two a week. Yeah. I, I think we need a – that could be like a, a next week or the following. What time are we done filming shit today? Three. So Joe's is – I don't know if he's here and available. Oh, hello. You're on the air? You look like Algeri. You can, you can speak if you want. You can speak. Kenobio just walked in. What's up? Yesterday? People are listening, so I don't know if you want to give anything away. But I just heard Paxson can't walk, Joe's got hurt, and and you beat everyone up. I didn't. That's hot. But the mic's hot. Oh yeah. So when we did the boxing combine yesterday, it's gonna come out sometime in mid-January. This is Dan Canobio, everybody. JM Boxing. Uh, Chris Algieri was there, former world champion, uh, fought Manny Pacquiao in 2014. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some people got a little hobbled. When I drew up the combine, I didn't think it was going to be that crazy. But then talking to Chris afterwards, he was like, you don't use those like muscles. Like you don't, No one's used to punching a heavy bag or hitting a speed bag. or. But everyone gave it their all. It's going to be amazing content. Using untapped muscles is a tough thing to do. I think we've learned that in the Blitzball yeah. warehouse. Like pitching, you think your arm. It's not your arm. It's my hip. It's like the inside of my the leg that you push off the mound. Oh hurts yeah, the yeah. Most the next yeah, day. yeah. The it's cement and the lower back. Everything, all the release. The back, the back is what kills me. And and the arm when I, the arm now only when like we, we we pitched ourselves to death. Well, we filmed we, in three days, which and, we tend to do. Yeah, but when we were doing like the one inning league, and I was just like pitching every Friday last year, the one inning league, uh, and we did like every. Once a week for six weeks. That's normal. That, I, yeah, I got into a really good rhythm. Well, that's like if I had more time, like this week, I would be in the warehouse, like throwing. Can you go next Thursday? Yes. I need to, like, get on. I think we have Thursdays as warehouse days for our next Blitzball battle. Oh, Maddie's biting into an apple. That would kill my teeth. I have to chop up my apples like a child. Soft teeth. I have soft teeth. Um, Got sidetracked. Yes, I do need to get in a better regimen. Like I'm happy with where my arm was for the last thing we taped, but sitting out for like six weeks and then trying to ramp it up again is not the way. Like any pitching coach, Matt Blake, yeah, will tell you not to do that. We should get Tom House to come in. How many more? How how long have we been going for, Matty? Fifty-two minutes. So Sam and I, did you see the sheet that Sam and I were working on for warehouse stuff? Schedule. The release. It's mm-hmm. like a master in the release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I was so excited. I think I slacked Sam on the side like halfway through putting it together. I was like, this is awesome. This is the organization I want for like John Boy Jake TV as well. Every channel. Every channel. So we, I'll show you Kenobio because it, it pertains to Thursday schedules. And the people that listen to this, the 24 that are live or people that listen on YouTube, they are privy to all the uh, secrets. That's why we tune in the morning. Yeah. You want those secrets? So, Warehouse 2023 Productions Master. Too juicy for you? Is that from the... uh, That's not from the farm. So, look at this (laughs) This sheet. I hope not. This is our release schedule, which is probably not as interesting to you. Obviously, but Blitzball Battle 2 is going through, and then the one inning gets released February 6th. 
So I'm trying to fill these gaps. February 6th. Is yeah. That the Mon- oh, that's the, in between the Super Bowl. It's huge. Nice. Yeah, that's, so when it, that's when it starts. So then I mean, you should make sure that we don't release on the Super Bowl. Or no, we can just release earlier that day. Whatever. No, Super Bowl is the week after that. Oh, okay. There's a week. Between. Well, yeah, but it's three weeks straight. Yeah. Of the one inning league. Yeah. And the one inning league I, is coming out twice a week. No, four what? times a week. Wow. Every day. Every day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that's, Thursday. For, that's good. I like yeah, that. we're trying to really like condense them. But we can only do that because Ronnie and the crew up there like are live producing them. Yeah. I can't believe we built that. That's like all damn. Getting that wasn't part better. of my brain. Like I didn't think we were going to have like a fucking truck in the loft. It's like, like the super fact nice that up there. We the have carpet. a director being like, Dre, zoom in. Dre, zoom in on Jake. Zoom in on Jake. Maddie, ready, Jimmy, ready, Jimmy. Okay, switch. Like, Unbelievable. I wanted to production. go up there and watch them work while a game was going on, but I also didn't want to miss the action. I, was I know, because we need fans down there, too. I was so, so yeah. torn. I was like, I want to go up there and see like my guy, Ronnie, work. I want to see everyone. There's a video. And... Dan took a video, but you can't really hear. But yeah. It's insane. Like my experience for the whole thing, having somebody else speaking the whole time. It's just drastically different right, than when you're everybody else. Camera opting behind home plate and you're listening. It, goes, it makes it go faster for you, right? Mm, I guess. Maybe. I, I, I guess I don't know the alternative. Well, you did Blitz World Battle 1. Same thing, though. Yeah. Oh, someone, oh, you're saying with the person with With that. the directors. When I, I used does, to film. It does go faster. I used to film um, dance recitals. Right. And I would film two dance recitals like every year for three years. And one had no, they didn't give me the comms. And it, I, I just, I had no idea what was going on. I just filmed the Not stage. Not a lot of organization on the dance recital circuit. It was easy because I would just film the stage and like what's happening. But I didn't know where we were. And then there's another one I did where they gave me the headset and I would just hear like, okay, group B is ready in the wing. Okay, ready the lights. Dim the lights to blue. Up the lights. And the girls are go, 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 go. Okay, guys, great job. We're going to be at three minutes into the next one. Here we go. And then I'd film for three minutes. And, they'd be like, and it just made the day go so much faster just knowing and like yeah. not in my own head. Because yeah. otherwise you're just like filming. You're dazing off thinking about shit. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, look at this is our filming schedule. So we're trying to never film Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is warehouse warehouse right so like every thursday so i think we're gonna try and film the 15th that's next thursday mm-hmm. a training series video i heard about that I'm so in between the week we're just it's like just filming our practice sessions and yeah. sometimes they're themed sometimes they're not we're how do you feel it. about the sandlot format it just takes a huge crew so we're gonna say well we can do them but we just need to and then the other shitty part is after one inning league gets re- after after Blitzball three gets released, which is in April, mm-hmm. then we can film Sandlots because it was weird filming a Sandlot and seeing like people throw new pitches or people throw have like better approaches and then like we did that Sandlot and then Blitzball Battle two is airing now, which yeah. was filmed four months before, so it's not chronological for the viewers. Like I'm throwing new pitches and they're like, what? Yeah. Well, that's also like Zoe's entirety because Zoe looked a lot better in Blitzball 2 than 1, but at the same time in every one of their own videos, he looks really much better now than Zoe's Blitzball 2. Zoe's one of the most improved Blitzball players. You guys obviously talked about the Jolly moment. We haven't talked about that yet. I'm going to make a breakdown of it, though, because I just think the headline, I gave up a walk-off home run in the playoffs. A breakdown is good. I watched it. It was awesome. Because I've been very cautious of doing a breakdown of what's well because it's it's. Have you done one yet? No, I always thought I was going to because it's good promotion for them on the main channel. But it's a little too self-serving. I was going to say it's very self-serving. So I think the fact that I am get at the tail end, I'm losing. Like I'm the one that's getting my heart ripped out a little less self-serving less self-serving self-deprecating like if I, we were to do it about a good moment for me and jake that's what we were going to do like when jake strikes him out but that's almost like yeah. i don't know not to give too much away from the last league i mean we can breakdowns galore in the one inning league yeah i mean that one i i can't wait to really promote it and like make a trailer and stuff it's we were talking the best about content we've ever made like me and ronnie we're talking like how is jimmy gonna like promote this without like like not to be like hyperbole, not to have yeah. too much. Like, like this is legitimately. I've been a part of Blitzball One. I've seen every game in Blitzball Two. Um, I was not part of the one inning league. The first one I was part of this one. So I've seen a lot of Blitzball, and I can safely say this is some of the most crazy shit we've ever done in yeah. terms of like gameplay. 
Gameplay and production. All the cameras are new. The angles are new. The communication system is new. Camera five. One behind home plate like this. Yeah. Oh. Gaming room. Guess Joe's crazy. back is okay. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah. yeah, so Thursday, so twelve fifteen, we're gonna be in there, and then we're filming stuff with a team, a group. I don't know if I want to say it. I don't know if it's public yet. Um, you can come mess around, but I don't think you're part of like the game that's being played. I'll be there Thursday though too. And then the in session. January. These four Thursdays, the 5th, the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th, we're trying to film every Thursday. And and that is just like one-offs? Either a training series, which would be like a one-off video. Uh, so we already filmed our first training series, and it was like, can we throw curveballs around this wall? Mm -hmm. And that's coming out as soon as Blitzball ends. That's cool. And then we're going to get a pitching machine and be like hitting practice. A Blitzball pitching machine. Yeah, that works. And then uh, if I had one of those in my field, like a wiffle ball pitcher, I'd never, I'd, yeah. you'd never see me inside my house. Cor uh, Cordell, uh, he's the the natural ball player on Instagram. Don't know if you ever seen him. Oh. We met him a while ago. And Colin Stone, both are interested to come back and just throw hundred mile per hour pitches at us. Uh, so that could be a one off video. Good God, we have this is way out, but we have Dale Scott, umpire. Umpire, yeah, he's coming. This won't air for till like. May because it's happening after Blitzball Battle three airs, but he's coming and we're gonna play a game just like an internal game with no strike zone, but an umpire. He's gonna call strikes, so the strike zone will this be. That's been part of some of the biggest moments. It'll be an MLB strike zone. So like, how much does that change? Hitting Hot seat, Kevin pitching? Hargrave. Yeah, yeah. Ready? What was that? Oh, she knocked. Um. Jimmy is the organ a permanent feature in the warehouse now? Can we re request organ songs? We Where'd you find that kid? A Facebook group? He's funny. I mean? Yeah, he was good. Him saying that the energy was palpable and preposterous is the best. He he said it so deadpan too. Like, dude, this kid fits right in with us. It is preposterous. He's a he was a listener talking to Yanks listener. It is preposterous how palpable the energy is in there. I would say so. Persistent, palpable. We didn't use the organ in one inning league. Because to be honest, this one inning that we just filmed was supposed to be we're out. Well, we hit in an hour. All right, well, this one inning I'll finish this thought. This one inning we just filmed that everyone's saying is so good was supposed to be less than. Like we made improvements, but we and we had a fun format, but we thought it was going to be like the last one inning where it was like casual, not oh. a lot of people in the background, <laughs> like just like kind of like buddies messing around, more like the. Um, Sandlot games, but it was pretty clear after day one. Oh shit, this is Dude. like uh, once again we've made an incredibly high stakes for no reason because everyone just wants to win so bad. Yeah, like and once the teams pride comes involved and, and pride rights. and teams, so it does not have the organ. It warranted it. Like it war like the, that the playoff day we yeah it warranted having that rolled out and having someone play. Yeah. But then the, your other question, Jimmy, uh, that kid, Jimmy, he didn't know. He was a guitar player, right? I don't know anything about him. Like, I wasn't even there. I believe he I believe he he was not like a keyboardist or something. And there were some songs he didn't know. And he was just learning. Like, he just knew music. So he taught himself some When words. they asked, like, play something, like, on the spot, he played, like, teapot. That was <laughs> what I requested for mine and Jake's walk-up song. I'm a little teapot. Makes sense. Now it's all coming together. Yeah. But yeah, the organ will be there, I guess. We'll, we'll figure it out. For Blitzball out of three, we're trying to get like stages, risers. Mm. So the the bleachers will be up. Good God. So it's like, I want, I've been wanting to separate the field of play from the crew and fans for a while because I liked in floorball how we had those walls and it was very clear yeah, like boards. this is the sport for the athletes. And this is for the fans. There is a little, yeah. Right next to there's a little mishmashing. Once the game ends, it's like, yeah, it's too, it's too ways. much, and it's hard to warm up, and it's people are always on the floor because we use the whole thing. So we're gonna like get a company and rent uh, risers, and the bleachers will be like two feet up, and it'll give it more of that like fishbowl. Yeah, when you're on the mound, that and right now it feels like you're in a fishbowl. 
Yeah. Now we're going to add that stage. Well, now with the the uh, the owner suite crowds hanging down, and we didn't even have the announcers who are going to be now they're now they're going to be dead center. Me too, because I didn't talk. So one inning league is supposed to be on mic. You're supposed to be. I'm going to throw this curveball. I I look at that swing. Now I'm going to throw this. But it was too intense. So I I didn't. Same thing. So I think Doyle said the same thing. Like I started off talking, and Zach wasn't on the mound with us, which. Which really made it, but because there was two fielders. But yeah, I, the edit might be like quiet. Day one, I talked a lot. Day two, talked a lot. By day three, yeah, yeah, I didn't talk that. I maybe the first game, I don't know. But the the way day one played out made the matchups for day three so serious. The second half of the regular season God, can just come out tomorrow. I know. But uh, I can't yeah, wait that long. I'm so, very impatient. So person. yes, uh, it did not. It was not supposed to be that level, which it was. All right, that's the morning show for today. We're gonna go film a bunch of holiday stuff. Thanks for listening to the people who have listened. Appreciate you. Goodbye. <laughs>